Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Where Am I? How Do We Get Here podcast featuring me, Sam Thumma, your host. I already know. Um, so last episode, we talked about um, childhood and sibling stuff with Grace. That was awesome. Really awesome. Glad to have her. But this episode, we're going to get into some, some deep stuff. We're going to talk about depression. We're going to talk about anxiety. And we're going to talk about moving to high school. And we're going to talk about um, expectations. So all that's going to be in this episode. Hope you guys are pumped. I'm pumped. Cannot wait to um, record this. So take a drink of my Diet Coke and then let's get going. So when we talk about depression and anxiety and um stuff like that we don't we don't necessarily know the gravity of what we're talking about all the time we kind of just play it off like oh it's a it's a thing people go through it you know as someone with moderate moderate anxiety and really really bad like unbearable depression i I think that we should stop hiding it under the rug, you know? We should stop putting it under the rug. We should stop acting like we know what we're talking about because a lot of people really don't know what they're talking about, you know? I think we we really need to focus a lot more on um, what people do have and not what they could, you know? what 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 is bothering them and not what could be, you know? A lot of people they like sweeping it under the rug. They like saying, "Oh, it's fine. It'll, 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 it'll." You know, you're just going through it now. You're a teenager. You got all these hormones. Like, that's the worst thing, dude. When you're when you're a teenager and you're told that just feel better, or oh, it'll be fine because you're you have terrible hormones right now. It's like no, it's I'm diagnosed because my mom has depression. My grandma had depression. Like that's that's just how it works, you know. It's it doesn't just come and go, you know. It can sometimes, but that's like depression, like the emotion, depression, the disorder, and the um um issue, very big issue is like constant, you know. It's something you have to take medicine for constantly, like. It becomes like a part of your life, you know, and that that alone is just very, very sad that it has to become part of your life. It has to kind of take over your life, per se, you know, as someone who really doesn't like that, it it happens, you know, so it's unfortunate, but it it is what it is, you know, and if we if we promote it. And we promote, you know, psychiatric hospitals and medication, and we we remind people that they're not alone. It it'll be a lot easier to take care of these issues and comfort these people who have it. But they're viewed as kind of freaks in society, you know, which is really unfortunate because it's a really genuine issue. One thing that bugs me a lot is when people fake it. You know, when people say it for attention and 
at that point it's it it starts to have no meaning you know it starts to be like oh do they really have it do i really have to care about how they feel or are they faking it like and it, and it's a shame that we have to have those second thoughts but that's the life that we live in currently so i think we just got to focus on what's important you know we really do because so many people are you know dying of suicide because of uh, manic depression and depression that they can't control and it's because of something that happened in their life and they're not getting the as someone who's going through therapy right now which could be a whole separate episode but it it's one of those things where it's you have to realize that you need help you have to give in and say i can do it on my own and that's hard that's difficult guys that really is difficult but i i've grown up in a setting where up until my teen years i've never had a reason to say the word depression I, I never wanted myself to have depression. This is not something I want. People are very convinced that it's something you want. You want to have depression, so you're special, so you have something to offer. Like, no, it's I, if I could, I'd choose not to have it because it's it's it. I don't enjoy having it. I don't think anyone should enjoy having it. So. It's just one of those things where you kind of got to realize, like, I have it and I'm going to need help. I, I need help, you know. Medication, like doses and stuff nowadays are, it's a lot to keep track of. Medicine's changing, seeing your doctor every now and then, especially with COVID. That could be a whole nother episode as well. It's just, especially with like COVID and stuff, it's. It's difficult to make those appointments and realize what's important and what's not. So it it's hard to, you know, kind of admit sometimes you need help because of circumstances. But um, I think at the end of the day, it's very important to get help. I think it's very, very necessary. Um, I wish that more people would open up about it because if more people knew about genuine stories and feelings, they it would become a more um, generalized thing. It become, you know, you hear about these people saying on on TikTok, generalize, generalize, um, uh, you know, stuff like what was one thing like women generalize women not shaving. I don't care, you know, but what I do care about is why we're saying stuff like that when it's what I should be seeing on my for you page is generalized depression, generalized people having depression, generalized people taking medication because too many times, guys, I see people and they're they're they're, they're they have this thought that, oh, I'm such a freak. I'm such a freak. I know as soon as I found out I ha I was depressed, I thought i thought it was a freak i thought it was a freak i thought no one could give me the time of day and then it got even worse when i started taking medication and i was like i feel like an absolute weirdo 
because meds were so different to me, guys. Meds were crazy different. Definitely. And I wish it was... I wish it was easy to say that I needed help. I think I wish it was easy to say that I needed someone to step in and tell me. But it's it, it wasn't easy to say. It wasn't. And I needed I needed my mom to share with me her experience in order to really grasp the severity of the situation. I wish that people people were more open about it because then a lot less people would be worried about sharing their story and being judged. You know. Insecurities uh, when it comes to depression is the worst, man. Because it, insecurities get blasted tenfold when you're when you're um, depressed. It's insane. Not even hours of listening to Bob Ross could help that. You know, it's it's it does suck. One thing a lot of people say is get your head out of the clock. You know, get your head out of the clouds. Get, get, stop focusing on the negatives, and you should be good. The first step to take is always finding the good in life. And I'll give you credit that that is sort of correct, but it's a lot deeper than that. It's a lot bigger than that. You know, it's it's hard hearing people say that sort of thing. People you love, people you trust because they don't they don't get it they don't understand and sure they want to because they love you but they they don't and you want them to so bad because you know that's the way that's the one way they can help you but it's it worries me if people constantly make less and less a deal out of genuine suicides and genuine depression um people who actually have to take meds and stuff like that if we don't generalize that then people will look like freaks you could ask i'm sure you could ask anyone who has had someone taken by them by suicide and they could tell you that they never saw it coming but we all know they did. We all know they did. And when you don't see it coming, it's because your child never shared it with you. It's because your friend never shared it with you. And he went to school that one day, and he was told the last thing that he needed to hear in order to justify killing himself or herself. That sort of thing can be completely avoided if we make sure people know that they can share their story that they can share how they feel and be honest about how they feel otherwise they're 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 wrapped up in this hollow conclusion that everything they do won't matter because no one's going to listen and they feel like a freak they feel like an outcast they don't think they're worth being listened to i've had Guys, I've had a I've had a suicide attempt and it's not pretty. It's it's not pretty. I my landing, I 
um, my landing, like my deck, uh, by the side of my house. I, I wanted to jump, um, first, like head first on the ground. Cause I knew it would kill me the fastest. And I haven't shared this with anyone. Um, it was when my parents weren't home and it was the scariest thing of my life. It, it is, it has affected me traumatically my whole life and no one knows no one knows other than my therapist um but it's it's so hard thinking about how bad it got before it got better to the point where i almost killed myself that thing that sort of thing is that's that's a struggle guys reliving that it really is and i don't i don't con condone suicide i don't promote it i think that you when you need help you need help and you gotta admit that and you gotta you gotta realize that it's better for you to talk to someone than take it out on, on yourself and throw your whole life away you know so So I, so I attempted, attempted suicide and it wasn't pretty. I didn't, I didn't get hurt actually, because actually that's, that's not true. I scraped up my arm. Um, I got tons of splinters because my arm scraped across the fence. It was almost like, I don't, I don't want to get, I, I never want to get crazy religious on these podcast guys, crazy religious, crazy promoting religion because i want it to be able to able to be something that everyone can listen to and hear and get something out of it but i heavily believe that that day an angel grabbed me and 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 i was i was saved because guys that uh, my 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 what's it called my my house is pretty tall and that that fall off that off that ledge of my deck head first which is what i was going for i went straight off um hanging off the edge by the jump it would have it would have killed me so it was without without going to a bridge i knew it was the I knew it was one of the um, fastest ways that I could die, and I'm so I'm, I'm continuously happy that that day nothing happened because my life has turned around for the better, and I'm I'm in love with with life right now, having a job started or starting a job my family going to therapy doing this podcast and having all this all this amazing stuff to look forward to in the future and accomplishments that i've accomplished since my suicide attempt it it has been it has been a struggle remembering that 
that happened. It's like, wow, if I, if I took my life that day, it's, it's one of those things where you don't think about it a lot. You don't, you don't, you don't think about it a lot until you, there's a reason to. And then once there's a reason to, you're, you're just so involved with it, you can't get it out of your head. And I think about my family a lot, guys. I think about my family a lot with depression. I think about my family. And I think about the effect that my depression has on my family. And what it does to them and our family dynamic and our relationship. That sort of thing. And... I think about it quite a lot, guys. Quite a lot. And it's really difficult to put words um, in a sentence that they can hear because one on one hand, it, get, it goes through my head and then out my mouth, and it sounds completely different than what I was thinking about. It's like there's this black cloud switching up everything I say, changing it as I'm talking. And nothing ever goes through their ears the way that I thought it, you know, I, I, I said it, you know, and it's not, it's, it's not like, um, it's not an issue with family, you know, it's not an issue with my family members and me. It's an issue with me and how they view what I say, you know, and it's, it's really unfortunate guys. It really is. And I wish, I wish so badly that I could communicate with my family the way that I communicate with my friends and stuff. But, you know, it's, it's a lot, guys. It's a lot. Um, one thing that I worry about a ton is what, right now. What am I, I going to do right now that will help me the rest of my life? And is it worth it to do anything right now that will benefit me later in life? Everyone struggles with um, questions like, why am I here? What's my purpose? Self, self-worth. And it, everyone struggles with that from time to time. But for me, it's always been about what can I do that will affect people in a positive way? And if I'm not doing that, then I don't feel like I'm, I'm deserving of living a life, you know? you know, put on this earth to be positive, love, share com uh, compassion and self-worth with other people. And it's, it's, it's a continuous feeling that you have to do that. You have to, otherwise, what are you doing? You know, you got that little person in your head telling you, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? When you're not doing it and when you are doing it, oh, I can do more, I can do enough. That's one of the things with depression. It's like amplified. That little voice in your head is amplified. And I'm not talking about like psychopathic crazy voices. I'm talking about just a little voice in your head that's telling you you can't do it, telling you that it's not worth it. What are you doing? You can do more. I don't understand why you're not working your butt off you can be and you overwork yourself because of that little voice and that's the struggle guys that's the struggle
and it really does suck guys it really does hearing that 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 voice knowing that you've accomplished so much but striving for more it's like running a race but the finish line always keeps moving in front of you going longer and longer larger and larger distances forward while you're still in the back it's like pushing a boulder up a hill but the boulder as the higher you get up towards the hill the bigger the boulder gets you know it's like no matter how hard you work you're always gonna feel like you can do more and with depression that's amplified nine and a half times and it it affects your self-worth guys it does it really it it's one of those one of those issues that you see and you're not and you're like oh i'm not gonna step in but that person that person who's right next to you who you're you see always getting coffee having a smile on their face is most likely not smiling on the inside guys that's why it's important we notice those social cues and we realize why people feel the way they do and we ask people we don't just assume but we ask social cues are completely different from assuming and that's that's definitely we'll we'll do a whole another episode on assuming but right now I think right now having a job guys it I I haven't done my job yet. I haven't started my job yet. But I'm I'm thinking that it's going to be good for me. I'm thinking it's going to be good for me because I get to work in an environment that not a lot of people are blessed to work in, you know. They're not they're not able to work in the environment. I get to work in an environment with people who have patience in me and also um are thankful that i'm there you know for a lot of these work environments it's uh do your job go home blah 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 no purpose you know like i have a purpose here i i am getting my fix because i'm working and i'm helping people i'm i'm renovating things i'm talking to people i can share um positivity but i can also do stuff for people and make sure that they can you know live in a nice nice house nice neighborhood nice development they can come home after they're done working they can see these nice painted lines on the road and they can say wow those are some straight lines no but um <laughs> no but they can they can come home they can be like mm, my house today is gorgeous i love these cabinets i love the floor i love these walls i love it thank you so much and i'll say yes miss benson you're welcome doing stuff for people is so awesome man it it's a feeling that if you're not if you're not sharing positivity and doing stuff for people what are you doing man because the feeling is so amazing it's like an addiction it's like a drug it, if, if, if like it's it's yeah it's like a drug and if if you don't get that drug then you're wanting to help people more because you need your fix you know which results in 
sometimes you you help the wrong people and then they play you but that's part of the game if you're gonna be nice to everybody then you gotta either self you gotta self-sacrifice or you gotta sacrifice relationships that you thought were good but then turn they would have turned out that they weren't you know and you'll never know you gotta that's why you gotta learn who people are and use social cues and have context i've i've struggled really bad with friends it seems like every single second i make a friend they always turn around and don't want me anymore and i have no idea what it is guys because i'm 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 worth it i know i'm worth it i you know i can say that now sometimes i don't believe it but i'm worth it and i'm cool to know and i'm and I'm definitely, you know, cool to know. I'm very, very energetic, very, very happy, very uh, good spirited. And I think I'm also kind of funny. But sometimes it's just not enough for people. And that's not a you thing, guys. That's a that's a them thing. You know, they, they're struggling with who they want in their circle. You know, whether or not you're the best player on the team, sometimes coach doesn't, coach doesn't put you in, you know. So... That's that. You know what mom said earlier today? We're we're driving in the car. We're going to I'm going to my um job interview, which I passed by the way. Flying colors. I got the job. Let's go. Hype. Um but we're driving on the way to the interview and uh because mom has to fill out paperwork and stuff because I'm uh I'm not underage to work, but I'm underage to um fill out all the papers you know so um and we're driving she and she says i and i say something and she's like i can't with your stories and she's like she's laughing she's not saying like i can't but she's saying like i i just sometimes i can't with your stories and she's laughing and we shared this really amazing moment and i was like wow yeah, sometimes I do go off on the deep end a little bit. <laughs> you know, hopefully it's entertaining. But sometimes, sometimes you and I both know that it's not entertaining. So, you know, sometimes it's just annoying, you know. And I get that. I can, I can understand how some people think I'm annoying sometimes. But I think for the most part, I'm a pretty cool dude. So, that's that. I feel like depression is uh, some people describe depression as this this you know reason to feel sad. You know, you can use it as that. You could lie, you could say you've depression to kind of justify your sadness, your anger, your rage, your insecurity. But when it really comes down to it, Depression, no matter the definition you use, depression is a feeling you have based on a chemical imbalance in your brain that either has always been there, has slowly developed and just now hit you, or because of an event in your life. And it's a chemical imbalance, and it makes you act on emotion rather than thinking first and it amplifies your emotions based on that current feeling and it hurts people that type 
that type of chemical imbalance, it some people, it's anger. Anger is their outlet for depression. When they're depressed, they're angry. They freak out. For me, it's disrespect and lack of caring and anger also. But, uh, you know, like you can you can tell like when someone isn't on their meds, you can you can tell. And the reason is you can tell that because sometimes it's just so important that you can just tell, you know. So it really is it really is a struggle and seeing seeing someone who hasn't been on their meds be like oh you need to take your meds like i know i know i messed up i should have took them yesterday you know i already got enough crap to worry about why why do you gotta make me feel bad you know it's whatever so one thing that i hope you guys got from today's episode is just share don't feel uncomfortable with sharing and don't feel like anything you say has to matter less than anything someone else says so that's that if you guys enjoyed today's episode make sure to follow stay up to date on the podcast and social media is coming soon we're making an instagram so stay up to date on that follow that so you can always keep up with new episodes and um me you know because like i said previously mentioned i'm a pretty cool dude um and let me guys let me let me know your feedback guys definitely let me know your feedback and give me your opinion all right love y'all